Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Mike Canfield, VP of Operations and CIO at Firelands Regional Medical Center. In this segment, Canfield talks about how being an IT liaison gave him a window into healthcare operations, the project charter program that has helped improve communications at Firelands, and why his organization is focused more on growing talent than on recruiting. Now, before uh, coming to Firelands, that's when you were with uh, with Kaiser Permanente, and you had kind of a um, like a, a project manager type role. Yeah, so I'm in uh, I'm in Ohio, and Kaiser um, at that time had an Ohio region. It was their smallest region, and uh, was not a hospital region. So is. Um, some large medical office buildings with some 24-hour ED services and um, ambulatory surgery and things like that, but no inpatient care, and then a, a number of uh, you know, physician offices and clinics. And um, I was hired in as a, a program manager for the EPIC implementation on the IT side um, for the Ohio region. So that's what I started doing with them. Soon after I got there, they, uh, they being the national IT organization in Kaiser, decided that the region should all have project management offices um, in the IT um, organization. So um, I set up the project management office for Ohio and um, brought on some project managers and ran that. And then I, I ended up with some other assorted responsibilities along the way, again, in a small region. You end up wearing more than one hat. Um, and one of the most valuable things uh, for me was uh, being the uh, the IT liaison to the clinical delivery team. Um, so I would meet with um, with uh, heads of clinical operations on a basis and with a VP of, of clinical operations to talk about what they're doing and what their needs are and what their plans are and how EPIC is imp uh, impacting them and what that schedule looks like. And so that was a, another great look into, um, into how healthcare operations works while still sitting in the IT side. Right, right, okay. Yeah, and I'm sure that there, there are a lot of things from that, that that you can take with you in your current role, just having that, that kind of eye into uh, clinical operations. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was a very, very fortuitous start. Yeah. And when you were in that role, and, you know, wearing multiple hats, but de dealing so much with project management, that's something that I've heard a, a couple people mention as a really valuable skill. And um, why do you think that that's so important for, for CIOs to have had that, had that time or had that experience in project management? Yeah, so you can add me to that list of people who think it was a really valuable experience. Um, it's simply a matter of what, what I personally took away from it was a, a, a different way of looking at work. Um, I was like many people for a lot of years who just show up to work and would work at whatever was needing to be done, and, and at some point it would be finished and, and we'd move on to whatever the next thing was. Um, uh, but you know, a project management discipline that that has you, even even very very primitive simple steps of setting a few milestones and and putting a couple of guesses at dates against those milestones, um, it really changes the whole discussion uh, about the work and the way that you view it. Instead of some longitudinal ongoing stream, it yeah. becomes. Uh, you know, a number number of different size blocks of work 
um, that can be, um, you know, moved around and coordinated and reassigned. And there's, you know, there's there's progress reporting that's possible because you know what the whole scope of the project looks like, and you know where you are against your milestone. So. Uh, you know, I've I've seen project management taken uh, uh, to the nth degree, and and there are times when that's absolutely appropriate. Um, but you don't have to go anywhere near that far to gain significant benefit. Um, here we've implemented uh, just a couple of very very simple um, tools. Uh, probably the most valuable has been a project charter, where we just sit down with our business partners before we start something. And, and have a guided discussion on what is it that we're trying to do, what's the problem that we're trying to solve, and how is this solution going to get us there, and very specifically what is in scope and out of scope, um, how we're going to communicate and who are the players. And, and just having that conversation um, sets a much, much better foundation for starting a project than um, than a lot of them where the customer buys something and IT might or might not know about it and they start implementing it and you end up with something that the customer doesn't want or doesn't meet their needs and you know, all those traditional project management stories. We yeah. see them all the time, but some very simple tools can make a big difference and, um, and we've, we've done that here. But yes, that was, that was an extremely valuable um, experience from at Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. And what I find to be interesting is that you, you, you go from having a role like that to your current role, and I would imagine that there's some kind of balance that you have to try to seek while in seeing the big picture, but then also kind of paying attention to, to those smaller details. And is that something that can get a little bit challenging? Yeah, so um, I, didn't, I didn't do that very specifically. When, uh, when I came here, um, I, I didn't renew or I didn't keep my PMP certification current and I didn't try to stay in the weeds. Um, I, I brought some of those simple project management disciplines to the organization and, and got yeah. the, them comfortable with using those, but I didn't try to um, function as a, a VP and a CIO and also continue to do any sort of meaningful project management. We moved that down into the organization. And then once uh, once I took on my additional organizational responsibilities in, in operations, um, we brought in a, a fabulous IT director, and, uh, and he continues that work and, and does a lot of the project management um, training and continuing to to um, raise the bar for the, for the IT organization using those tools. Right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It really has to be much more uh, a big-picture focus right now. Yeah, I, yeah I just, even then I didn't, I didn't see how I would be able to, um, to balance both of those. And I, I know there's people out there that do it and, and do it well. I'm just not – I don't think I'm that talented. So I chose to, um, to focus on the, the more strategic, broader role, which was um, where the greater need was at that point here. Right, right. And there's, there's also a lot to uh, the, the, the kind of uh, philosophy that um, instead of trying to do everything yourself, that, that it is smarter to, uh, to delegate certain things to people and, you know, so you can be able to do your, your role more effectively. Absolutely. Uh, you know, back to my comment about stealing shamelessly. I, 
I guess I'm not smart enough or quick enough or whatever. So I, I recognize the things that uh, that I think I'm good at and that I have the time to focus on, and um, and I try to build teams around me that um, fill in the gaps uh, for my particular skill set and that are right for the organization, and 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 we all work together well as a team. So. Yeah. And that, that kind of goes, uh, segues into the, the last point I really wanted to talk about, which was um, uh, building and, and maintaining a, a good team, which is something that, that we've really heard a lot of people say is not easy to do these days. And just wanted to get your thoughts on, on how you're working to try to, uh, you know, uh, recruit and hold on to, to good people and keep them engaged. So, yeah, the recruiting and, and uh, retention, it's interesting where we are. Um, it's very, very difficult to recruit people uh, into our community to work in IT. Um, and once people are here, um, it, they don't tend to leave. Um, yeah. So we, we have some turnover, but it's not as, uh, as high as a lot, of, a lot of organizations. And there's not the... Uh, you know, the competition in the area for the IT resources. The uh, smaller hospitals around us are even more stable in their IT staff. Most of them have, you know, had, had the same people there for uh, quite a number of years. So we, uh, we, like a lot of places, do our best to grow our own. Um, we've got a number of good vocational schools, tech schools, and uh, and, and uh, colleges around us that uh, turn out some really um, well-trained uh, technical people that are um, are, are usually a, a good or an easy fit into our service desk, and then from the service desk we typically grow people into um, you know network analysts and application analysts depending on their interest and our need. So we're very much a, a, a grow it ourselves. Um, we do obviously reach outside every every opportunity we get to look for um, resources from other industries and other areas so that we don't become um, you know so so single focused here and we get some good diversity of opinion and experience but it's difficult but again once they're here um, we we tend to have a, um, a a reasonable chance of holding on to them for a good number of years so um, uh, as an organization, our pay philosophy, um, which is kind of challenging, is to pay at the uh, at the the midpoint, at the 50th percentile. You know, we don't want to be the top paying organization around, and we want to be um, right at uh, market parity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, from a from a management philosophy position, I understand that. But when you're trying to um, attract really good talent, um, yeah. it's kind of hard to do sometimes within that framework. And of course, the organization isn't satisfied with mediocre or average performance, right? We want right. we want top-level performance. Um, so it's a bit of a challenge, but so far we have not, we've not had a real hard time with it. Yeah. And then uh, as far as that, keeping people engaged, any kind of uh, takeaways that, that you've learned over the last couple of years? So uh, we work really hard to communicate well um, through IT. Um, There's a a number of uh, recurring meetings and activities to try to make sure that um, everybody in that organization knows what we're doing 
and the direction that the organization is heading and why we're doing some of the things we are so that they're not working in a vacuum. Uh, we keep our technology reasonably up to date. That's good for us, and it's good for people that like shiny objects. Um, so we try to make some time for people to do that. We invest um, regularly in, uh, in individual development and education and certifications. That's something that I'm a, a big proponent of. If there's people that want to learn more and gain more in terms of their professional capabilities, I'm all about investing in that. So, so we do that for them and with okay. them um, to try to create an environment that's fun to work in. So. Yeah. All right. Um, a lot of really great stuff. Um, it's been really, really interesting for me to hear about what you guys are doing and, and your own perspectives, and I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Certainly, I appreciate the opportunity. It's a challenging time, as everybody knows, and uh, again, I think the more information that we can share with each other and the more that we um, start uh, approaching things from a common base, the better off we are, and sharing information like this is obviously a key role of that, and I appreciate what uh, what your organization does to help facilitate that. Oh, thanks, and um, I'd definitely like to check back with you in a little while. I know that uh, we're going to have a lot more to talk about in the next uh, year, year or two, so um, yeah, I'd like to talk to you down the road just to uh, to check in and see how everything's going. That would be good. I'd, I'd enjoy that. All right, well, thank you so much, and um, I mm -hmm. look forward to speaking with you soon. All right, have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.